Hey guys, it's Brianna, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Christina. Hi, everyone. And you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite Big Brother podcast. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Christina, how's it going? It's going, it's going, it's going. How's everything with you? Pretty good, pretty good. But I have a little bit of a bone to pick before we start talking about. All right, should I get my tweezers? Um, yes, get your tweezers. Get out that game. All right. um, what is that game where you take operation? The bone? Yes, operate. Get out operation because we got a bone to pick, honey. Okay, we got some clowns up in here. We do. So, um, I would first like to say that if you enjoy the podcast and you're a fan, you listen often. Always feel free to DM me on Twitter or Instagram if you have feedback on anything. Please do. I love to hear feedback. We love some constructive criticism. We're always willing to, you know, change up some stuff or do whatever we can do to make the podcast as good as we can because, you know, that's what it's here for. Yeah. Uh, but recently I looked at my, every once in a while, I'll look at my reviews on Apple Podcasts, which I will say mm-hmm. this now before we get into it. If you listen on Apple Podcasts and you're a fan of the show, and you enjoy listening every week, go in there and drop a rating or review if you have a minute. It would be much appreciated. Um, Or you can send us a picture of your dog. That too. That would also be much appreciated. Or any dog. Or a cat. Cats are cool. I like cats a lot. So whatever pet, as long as it's not like a spider. Um, You're right. But I was looking at the reviews recently, and I noticed a review that was left in August. So I knew it was about this season of Big Brother that we've been recapping. And the review said, fix the sound. One girl is too loud and I can barely hear the garbled voice of the other one. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's good to know. It is a little tough because we do usually record remotely via Zoom. But whenever I edit, I try my best to make sure that the levels are even and, you know, raise whoever is low or whatever, lower myself down because I feel like I'm always loud. Um, And, you know, your girl is a broke college student that has student loans, so I cannot afford a microphone at the moment. Right. Like we're not going to be out here with this like fancy ass equipment all the time. Listen, you want to complain about my voice. You send I'll send you my address. Right. Send me a mic. Um, but garble no mind, more. With that in mind, I will do my best to make sure that at least our levels are even when I edit and stuff like that. So you know what? That's a much appreciated constructive criticism. But then I noticed about a month later, which this was literally a review that was left after our last podcast episode, the same person changed their review. And now the review says. The title of the re- review is the host is too timid sounding loosen up and then the caption or like the description says, I don't know how old these gals are, but they spent 20 minutes talking about actors from Disney shows and cartoons and don't seem to know much about pop culture. Now this is where things are getting a First little, off, isn't that pop culture, right? Like who defines right. pop off. culture? Also, I'd like to point out that it was pretty clear in that episode that we were talking about who we wanted to see on Big Brother Celebrity. So I apologize if that was not clear enough, but I felt like we made it very clear that that's what we were talking about. 
And the reason we were talking about like washed up Disney stars and voice actors and stuff is because that's who they typically get. Yeah, those are the kind of people that they cast on BB Slab. They Sorry, don't get Jonathan like, Bennett. No shade meant to be thrown. Right. But- exactly. They're not going to be out here getting like Kim Kardashians of the world on BB Celeb. Like, I would turn on. my TV off. So I just wanted to address that review and say that your first review, appreciate the construct- constructive criticism. But that one, I just wanted to, you know, mention that we talked about that for 20 minutes because we were talking about who we wanted to see on BB Celeb. And the people they usually cast are like D-list washed up actors and things like that. So that's that. But if you do want to leave a review or a rating, definitely do so. And like I said, if you ever have constructive criticism, just reach out to me directly. Twitter, Instagram. I don't bite. Hard. All righty. I think that's enough of that. Time to get into this week's Big Brother. The episodes. We will, of course, start with Friday night's episode. Different day of the week this time around. Um, uh-huh. And it started off with them kind of backtracking a little bit and giving us a little look-see behind the scenes of Hannah's eviction during the double. And we actually did find out that Aza said Hannah actually was her target and she lied to her face, which was kind of sad to see because I was hoping that that was not the case. But unfortunately, it does seem that Aza was targeting Hannah from the beginning. Um, And then we also had to watch Kyland and Xavier basically lie to her face. And it was so awkward. I felt so bad for her because she was trying so hard to convince them to keep her. And they were just like very clearly either lying to her, beating around the bush, like Kyland kept saying, oh, I'm going to use the veto on Xavier, but I'll vote to keep you if he does, like basically not answering the question. And I just felt real bad. I wanted to give the girl a hug. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that they both voted Hannah out, but they also both talked about how they wanted to keep her. So I thought that was a little bit both weird. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit weird, I guess, because they didn't want to fuck up Aza's HOH any more than they already did by pulling Xavier off the block. But I thought it was a little bit strange that you know, they're both talking about, oh, I want to give her a sympathy vote or I wanted to keep Hannah in the game. Like Xavier kept saying it and then neither of them did that. Strange. Why would you keep bringing it up? It was weird, I thought. I think it's very weird. Like if they were both leaning that way, why didn't they just do it? Right. I know mean, both the power. decisions had pros and cons and they kind of made their path, but it, they were so adamant on, oh, we, she's very good for our game as it came off in the episode, then what are you doing? Yeah, I feel like if it wasn't a double, maybe she would have had some more time to sway them and maybe would have stayed. I agree. But I think the main reason they didn't do it is because they didn't want to upset Aza anymore. But they showed that she was already upset enough by Kylan using yeah. the veto on Xavier. So at that point, you should just do whatever you want because you've already pissed For her real. off. So you might as well just, if you guys have the two votes, like you're going to control it either way. And the chances of Aza getting power again are probably pretty slim. Slim to none. So I would have just gone with it. But I guess they just didn't right? want to send Big D out on her HOH, maybe. I mean, I get it, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was sad. I just wanted Hannah to stay. Same. I like Hannah. I think she's yeah. the only person who didn't like piss me off this season other than Derek X. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was definitely a, I would say fan favorite. I don't think she's like one of the top fan favorites, but I think all around, like no matter who you were rooting for, I feel like she's one that people generally liked this season. Yeah. Like she didn't have a lot of people who were super against her. I didn't feel like. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then fast forward to the HOH comp, it was the BB crime lab comp. And I want to play this comp so bad. I think it was cool. Have it you ever done an of... escape room? Yes. I've done a bunch. Well, it kind of reminds like me of that. Doesn't it kind of remind you of that? Yeah. So that also kind of, okay, never mind. I was just going to say it reminded me of the unscramble competition a couple seasons ago where they had oh, unscrambled decoded but it, it's not anything like that game it's just the whole theme <laughs> yeah the theme definitely screams like, like that, that same vibe yeah but yeah i felt like a sort but of I like escape this. room vibes i was like oh they're going around with like the seat. little black light yeah and then once they find it they gotta you know Let match it up it. or whatever and that seems hard like i'm really bad like some Probably people that some have time. Yeah, people that have like photographic memories or even just like good memories in general, this would be probably pretty easy. But for me, like I would have to do kind of like what Derek F was doing where he literally was like counting all the different like differences on it and then going back. And then I think Kyland was the one who was like flipping them over when he knew that was the wrong one. I would definitely have to do that. I would be doing that. I would be really bad at like picturing it in my head of what it looked like well I have to admit I was paying attention to who was getting what ones right on the first try yeah and Kylan was the only person who got the fingerprint right yeah and that I was, was like, the hardest what? one I feel like I you see the difference and you're like that's not a difference come on no, like they look me and my mom were like same. that's way too hard especially mm-hmm. for like like I get they want to make it challenging but like no no normal person would have noticed that no, it takes you have to at least go back and look a couple times. But you're right. I think Kylan did get it on the first try, which is crazy. He did. He was the only person I made sure. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, great figures. Them. But anyways. <laughs> so when it came down to it, um, Derek F came in last with a time of 1544. Kylan came in second with a time of 1452. So they were very close together within a minute of oh, yeah. each other's times. And then Xavier blew them out of the water with a time of 1018 and yeah. won it. And he did seem like, I mean, you can never really tell from the edit, but he did seem like he was going fast. He got a lot of them on the first try. So I can't say I'm surprised. In all the comps, he's been going at a very steady pace, but very well. Like He's not clumsy. And I also feel like he was quick to find them too. But I think that's what, I think if Kyland was able to find whatever that last one was that he wasn't able to find, um, I think had he found that one quicker, he probably would have won because he seemed like he was better at matching them. But Xavier just found them so fast that once you find it, like it's a matter of just like running back and forth, really. But Kylan was like searching all over the place trying to find it. Yeah, definitely. I think that just seeing in all the competitions, like Kylan, when he tries to rush, he does a clumsy job. Mm Mm-hmm. Derek just doesn't rush and he he gets it done, but it's slow and steady. Yeah. Aza is kind of like, you never know. She's and just so clumsy Xavier, that she fucks it up somehow. Yeah. And then Xavier goes at like a, a very speedy pace, but he does it right. Yeah. He's like, like accurate. Like in numerous competitions, he's very accurate, even when he's trying to speed up. And I'm like, oh my God, like this dude's like a beast. 
Yeah, he's really good. So obviously we know he wins this HOH and this is a huge HOH to win because it's the only HOH that you can win back-to-back HOHs, obviously, because everyone competes in the final three-part HOH. So that's really good for him and also a really good thing to put on his resume. And he essentially has like all the power at this point. So after the HOH competition, he's having a conversation with Aza and Aza basically asks him like point blank, do you have a final two with Kylan? And he says, no, but then she goes, if you did have a final two with Kylan, would you tell me? And he goes, maybe, I don't know, maybe (laughs) you basically just told her you do have a final two with Kylan. You should have just flat out said yes. At that point. Do you have a final two with him? A guy? Mm-hmm. No. No. If you did, would you tell me the truth or no? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, so I think that she, like, if someone were to say that to me, I'd be like, why wouldn't you tell me if you ever had one? I yeah. wouldn't immediately think you have one. I would be like, well, he's just trying to be honest. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in that position. I don't know if I'd tell you. I, I think guess. that's what he's trying to come off and say. But to me, it came off as like him just basically confirming it. Uh, I don't think she thought of it that way. I mean, I think she kind of knew that they were all working together. Yeah. But I don't think she she knew. She puts two and two together, probably. Yeah. It was just so awkward. He's such a bad liar. Especially like. Oh, that's so funny. I constantly think back to the fact that he like lied about being a lawyer or whatever. And like said he was a bartender. And then Derek goes, I think he's like a lawyer. Yeah. And then later. So Derek called him out and was like, I think he's a lawyer. Claire said the same thing. And then later in the season, Tiffany was like, bitch, I know you're not a bartender. You go to bed early. You don't know how to make no drinks. Like blah, blah, blah. She was like, I don't know what you do, but I know you're not a bartender. She's not wrong. Right? You can't go into the Big Brother house, tell everyone you're a bartender and then not know how to make it. And not drinks. be alive for the party. Like, right? So I'm curious to see on finale night how, how people react. Because I am I love when they do those like reveals where they're like, here's what everyone lied about. Like, I'm sure they'll do a thing where they'll be like, Xavier, do you want to tell everybody like that you're actually a lawyer? I'm curious how they'll react. Derek's going to go, I knew it. Yeah, he's going to be like, I, I said you. that. <laughs> He's going to have some huge reaction. Yeah, for sure. I told y'all. <laughs> Later on, Xavier and Big D are kind of debating on whether or not they want to take Kyland or Aza to final three. It seems like they're leaning towards taking Aza with them, but they're, they're still on the fence at this point. You know, they have a final three with Kylan, so they do want to honor that. But at the same time, they both know their odds are better to take Aza and Big D is you know, best friends with her. So they've got plenty to consider. And at the end of the day, Xavier nominates Kylan and Aza because he is honoring the fact that him and Big D have a final two, which he made with him. I think he said like day two or something like that. So there was no chance he was putting Big D up on the block, but at this point, nominations didn't even really matter because the person who's safe is the person who wins the POV in this case. So nominations don't really mean much until the POV comp has been played. You're right. So then we get to the Wednesday night episode and Big D is having a conversation with Aza and he was very upfront with her and was basically like, listen, I have a final two with Xavier and I have a final two with Kyland. And he was like, there's a chance that I could, you know, have to send you home or whatever. And they had a very 
I guess a grown-up conversation is almost what I want to say. Like it was a very diplomatic conversation where she was yeah. like, obviously not happy Understood. at the prospect. Understood. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't happy at the prospect that she might be evicted by her best friend, but at the same time, she was understanding of the fact that like, if you have these deals the and like you like- want to win, you can't break them. So. It was interesting, an interesting conversation to watch because we knew eventually it was going to come down to this. I mean, everyone did. That's what the game is, you know? Right. At this point, Big D is essentially planning on sending Aza home. Um, But then he has this conversation with Kyland where he says to him, listen, I just want to make sure before I cast this vote that we're good and like our final two is still good. And Kyland like, wavered a bit and sort of I don't know threw a couple jabs at Big D then the conversation continued later in the HOH room and they were like arguing about it and I understand why Kylan was frustrated and where he was coming from because he was obviously feeling vulnerable sitting on the block however if this is the person that at this point obviously you don't know what's going to happen with Vito but at this point Big D holds all the power So you need to tell him what he wants to hear and what he wants to hear is not, well, I don't want to, I'm not going to talk about that until we get to final three or, um, well, you haven't done anything in this game to deserve to have this decision and stuff like that. I was like, Kylan, you need to shut your mouth and put a smile on and say whatever big D wants to hear. Right. I, when, when big D was like, well, I guess we can just say the final two is dead. Then I was like, good for you because it doesn't matter how much you've done in this I game. I guarantee like, you, he was so uncomfortable saying that. Yeah. You could see Derek kind of standing there like, what do I even say? Like, do I don't I think he do wants to be something? confrontational like that. But it's like. At, well, Kyle some... was kind of just going at him. And Derek's like, uh, is yeah. he broken? Like, and I'm the first person to point out the fact that Big D has done nothing in this game. But maybe don't point that out to him, to his face, when he has all of the power yeah. to send you home. Like, that's not the time Definitely or the place to bring not. it up. Bring it up no. on finale night when the two of you are sitting next to each other and you're trying to beat exactly. him. Sure. But maybe exactly. don't bring it up when he has all the power to send you out. Yeah. And, and I was like, get damn, mad Kai. And, and be like, why are you sending me out? Well, fuck it. First off. Right? And it's even worse that you know Big D is probably looking for any excuse to keep Aza. Like, he does not want to send Aza home. He was going to do it for the final three. He just made it easier for him. But the second you give him something that makes Aza a better option in his mind, he's going to jump on that. Because, like you said, you just made it easier for him. You made that decision ten times easier for him. Keeping Aza is the easy choice. Keeping you is the hard one. So you're just right? making it harder for him. Exactly. Xavier also at this point is vocalizing the fact that he doesn't want to take Kylan either because he doesn't think he has as good of a shot at beating Kai as he does beating Big D or Aza. So yeah. it's not looking good for Kai at this point in the episode. Yeah, no. This is where things took a turn, a very disturbing turn, in my opinion. And this is when Kylan decided to go around the house sniffing everything. Ugh. I was so disgusted. At first, I was like cracking up because I was like, this is so bizarre and so weird. 
But then when he was freaking molesting those tortillas. Oh my God. I was like, oh bitch, what are you? I don't understand what you're trying to get out of that. Uh, Does he think he's going to get nutrients that way if he breathes in hard uh, enough? No. And then he uh, put them back in the package. No, he didn't. I didn't see that. He put them back in the package, oh, no. Christina. Also, it's gross enough to sit there and like sniff all of them and touch them. That's gross enough. But the fact that he he basically shoved them up and gave himself a COVID test with this pita bread. Right, like, legit. Oh he had my all God. on his be- facial hair. Like, that's so <laughs> gross, dude. Xavier sitting there like, uh. <laughs> if I was Xavier, like, fuck the game. I don't care how nice I need to be to these people. I'd be like, bro, do not put those back in that package. You better eat every single one of those. That is so disgusting. Oh my god we've seen some Ew. disgusting stuff on big brother over the years but i think that one takes the cake i was so disturbed Ugh. gross it was so gross Ugh. um and you know what that's not even the most disturbing thing that kylan did this week we will obviously get to that a little bit mm-hmm. later but it was just a disturbing week altogether in terms of yeah it was kylan yeah it was but anyways, um, after that, we had a little clip where we saw Derek F. having, you know, another heart to heart with Aza and basically gives her this glimmer of hope and is like, listen, I'm strongly considering keeping you now, like after all this stuff has gone down with Kylan. So a little glimmer of hope for Aza. Um, I'm sure she's glad that Kylan is really bad at keeping his mouth shut at this point. Yeah, that was just. Ugh. I can't get over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're still thinking of him shoving those tortillas up you his nose. You brought it up. You well, brought it up. We can we can change the subject and talk about your favorite POV comp ever, the balance okay. beam comp. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't like this comp. Why don't you like it? I don't. I don't dislike it. It's, just, it's not really that fun to watch to me. See, and I like, think it's fun because I'm like, so I'm on I, edge. I do, I do like the comps where at any given moment you could drop something and mm-hmm. lose it all. But at the same time, it's the ones that like, I don't, I think it's not the comp. I think it was maybe the theme of it. Like the freaking bingo. Yeah. Come on. Can't you make it like a giant stack? Well, it was lottery. It was lottery. Checks or something. It? I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a like bit bingo. weird. But couldn't you have them like be big spoons, like spatulas and have them dress like chefs? Right. They were just trying way too hard to fit it into their like theme for the season. I also kind of prefer when, because normally when they do that comp, it's everyone in a row and you get to like see everyone around you. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird. I like how they they couldn't see each other. I don't know. I kind of like when they can see each other because I feel like that brings the tension up more. But I think it's because they, I, I like it because it kind of prevents people from working together. Yeah. And I don't really like when a lot of people are like, here, I'll give you the comp. I'll give you the comp. Like, I don't like that. Oh, I guess, you know what? The reason they probably did it that way is because you're right. So that people couldn't help each other because it was a day's comp. Normally when they do this comp, it's not a day's thing. It's like, you would just have to get all the balls on there. Yeah. Because this one was, they had to do the days. They probably didn't want to do it all together. Cause then you could just cheat off someone else's. That's a good point. And not even just that, but like, you know, when you can see like 
say they were all teaming up against like Big D or something. Yeah. Or maybe it's someone that America likes. Like, remember how like a couple of seasons ago, like it was a not going the way we wanted and we were just like, great. And it was mm-hmm. kind of predictable. Yeah, true. Whereas like with Mickey and all of them at first, and then it was like the other way around. It's just like that whole team, you knew that that team was going to go to the end. Mm-hmm. I don't like when it's so predictable like that. Yeah. It doesn't make it that exciting to watch because it's like, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, so God forbid, like they were teaming up against like Big D, for example. This is just random name, like a random person out of the four or five, whatever. But they were teaming up against him and everyone was like, all right, we just got to make sure he's out. So you try to help each other and it kind of makes it so the odds are stacked against them. And that's right. like, I don't like that. No matter who it is, whether someone I like or not, that's not fun to watch. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, we're all just ganging up on them. Not even that, but like, you know what's happening. Right. You know? Yeah, you're right. It's predictable. Yeah, that's true. I just personally don't like it. So I guess the barriers did make it a little bit more interesting. Because then they're just battling yeah. themselves, basically. Yeah. So Kylan was out first, which I was kind of surprised by because I feel like normally he is one of the people who's in the top. But I think you're right about what you were saying earlier, where it was basically like, when Kyland rushes things, he's not good at, you know, keeping he's very clumsy. Steady. Yeah, he's not good at keeping everything like super accurate oh. and steady. So I think when it came to the balance beam comp, when he was getting like flustered and going too fast is what was screwing him up. He like shit the bed. He was like, oh, fuck. yeah. And then Aza got out second um, because she fucked up one of the days so the one that she got out on i think was because she fucked up one of the days it was 55 and she put 54 Mm -hmm. and then i think they didn't really show it in the episode but i heard her talking about it on feeds later so she started with 54 and the answer was 55 so instead of going up to 55 she thought it was lower so she had so she went back across the balance beam took a ball off went back, tried to put another one on. So she really mm-hmm. screwed herself up because she didn't know which day that was, which is interesting because she was in the kitchen when the kitchen fire happened with Claire. It was the only, it was only the two of them that were in the kitchen because everyone else was outside. That was when Hannah like fell off the hammock. You got to think though, they got so much stuff that they got to remember. I know, like, but I was just thinking like, that like out of all of them for her to be the yeah. one not to remember it when she was literally in the kitchen, it was just ironic. Right. Oh, I get it. Um, so then the final two in the comp were Derek and Xavier. And obviously Derek already had one strike. So it was really easier for easy for Xavier to just win out at the end. Um, and again, like you said, Xavier works well under pressure. So we've consistently seen that over the past two competitions, as much as I hate to admit it, because he's not my pick to win. But at this point, he seems like the most deserving just because he's winning so many comps and like if you win out so many comps in a row that's that does a lot for your resume and big brother so gotta give him props for that not even that but i mean yeah like he's not just winning the comps but he's doing like making a lot of decisions he's doing these things and it's getting him to the end and it's he's not really getting much blood on his hands to be honest yeah compared to everybody else i think the- like, who's your pick to win him him now um but i basically what i was yeah what I was thinking was initially, obviously, when the six were in there, uh, he really wasn't doing a lot in terms of strategic gameplay. But 
like you said, he didn't get a lot of blood on his hands. So he kind of was able to stay under the radar until all of the strategic gamers like Tiffany and Hannah were out. And then he kind of brought in his strategic gameplay and was like, okay, I'm going to convince Kylan we have a final two. Kai's going to keep me. And then I'm going to send him packing. So when it came down to it, when he needed to play strategically, he definitely did. So, I mean, you got to give him credit for that. I mean, yeah, you're totally right on that one. I mean, I I guess now I would take Xavier, to be honest. I liked Hannah in the beginning. I was like, oh, I want her to win. I know. All right. Well, I mean, if if this was God's way, my way, Mm -hmm. it would be Derek X. Right. (laughs) If it were whatever. We had our way, we'd rewrite the whole season. I would rewrite the whole season. I would cast I would cast Mm -hmm. Derek X about 16 times so that way he would win at the end of that one. (laughs) You know, actually, you know what? I kind of am curious how Frenchie would have done if he stayed longer i want to know who he would have like partnered up with right like you what know? would he, what would this man have done do you think he would have kept up with his chaos or do you think he would have mellowed out no he would have mellowed out i think i think so too because it seemed like once he was in jeopardy he started to realize that like he played too, hard, too fast so i'm kind of curious what he would have done but that doesn't mean i want him back i never want to see him back please does he go to the finale? Oh yeah, he's sitting in the he's sitting in the background. Yeah, he's probably gonna be unless they don't. I don't know because the last few seasons they've done or the last season they did like the they zoom called them in basically like virtually. oh yeah. But I feel like this year they might bring them in person. I guess we'll see. I'm not sure what the COVID I don't know. are. I hope they bring them in person. I like when they have everybody there. Right. Maybe if it's just the cast and Julie. Yeah, that's what I would think. Like casting crew and like obviously Julie. But anyways, so after the POV comp, after Xavier won it, um, he makes the rounds and they didn't show it in the episode. They only showed him going to Kylan, but he did go to Big D and Aza also and say, listen, I don't want to do veto talk tonight. Like, I just want to have a chill night. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And I get that both. Yeah, both Big D and Aza were like, totally fair. Like, that makes sense. We'll talk about it tomorrow. He went up to Kylan and Kylan was already like having his little toddler tantrum in the have not room as he likes to do. And Kylan was like, okay, but also I'm still going to talk about it anyways. And I think Kylan started to see the writing on the wall because Xavier like really didn't want to talk about Vito. And like, granted, he said he wanted to wait until tomorrow anyways, but Kylan was like, well, I don't feel like it should be a conversation. Like I saved you basically. He has a point, but if the person who has, like I said, with big D, if the person who has the power is telling you something or asking you something, you need to just tell them what they want to hear. And in that moment, right. Xavier just wanted to hear totally fine, bud. We've got each other. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll have a chill night. And that's not Honestly. at all what Kylan said. No. <laughs> he was shaking in his boots mm-hmm. and he should be right. Then we make our way to Thursday's episode, a.k.a. the eviction episode, best day of the week in the Big Brother universe. And at the beginning of the episode, we have this tense argument, I guess you could call it, between Big D and Aza about who mm-hmm. brought who to the end. And I want to slap these fools. Right? Neither of why you are fighting anything. right now? And neither of you did anything. 
Like, shut up. You didn't bring Oz out of the final three or final four. And because someone brought him. And Oz didn't bring you. You were carried by the rest of the cookout. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but Amen. Don't sorry. Like, You're bitch, right. what are you fighting? You guys need to show. They look like such idiots, especially Big D. At least Azza was like, I just don't want to talk about this anymore. Big D's over here talking about I carried her in a grocery bag and a suitcase blah blah blah. I'm like you're making a fool of yourself yeah I'm like you're making a fool of yourself Azra doesn't like the fact that I said that I carried her this season so let me use other words um I definitely uh, backpacked Ozzy this season. Um, I definitely suitcase Ozzy this season. Grocery bagged Ozzy this season. So those are words that I would use other than uh, the word carry. I wonder if people are watching this like, bro. Literally, I was sitting on the couch with my roommate and we were just cracking up at how stupid he sounded. Legit. I was like, I get he's funny, but he thinks this is a funny moment when he ain't funny. No, he's just being a dick. And then what's even funnier is he truly thinks that he is like a big brother mastermind. Like he thinks he's a gamer. He compared himself. I shit you not. He compared himself to Dr. Will. Dr. Will. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He thinks that they're the same. Wait a minute. (laughs) And he was serious. I can't process his information right now. He said it multiple Uh, times on feeds. Literally, he thinks he's a mastermind. It's funny because the reason he says it is because there was that all-star season where um, Dr. Will did the, you know, big thing where he was like, I hate everyone here. I'm throwing every single competition. I don't want to be here, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That is a strategic move. He ain't willing to try to throw it. He just can't do it. I just like, think that is not the same. God. <laughs> he literally thinks he's Dr. D over here. I can't. This dude, <laughs> this guy, oh, Lordy, he needs help. He is delusional. I really, I feel so bad. He needs he's help. come out of the house and watch these episodes and be like, damn, I really didn't do shit, did I? Somebody get him some water. What is that? Life mine? alert. There's a it's vine me. where it's like, somebody it's get him some water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll insert it. He needs some milk. Uh, poor Big D. Um, but Poor Big D. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't uh, poor nobody. I know. Poor I'm me, poor. actually. <laughs> anyway, so um, the next segment was the jury segment. And obviously, we got to see Tiffany and Hannah join the jury. And they were genuinely shocked to see them. I don't think anyone expected to see Tiffany bring her no. little booty out to the, the jury house. And I thought I loved the moment where she was explaining the master plan and they were all hyping her up. It was cracking up. I was like, these are like, we want to know. We want to know. Yeah. And they were like, no way. You masterminded the whole thing. Oh, that's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And I just thought it was really funny juxtaposed with the fact that like they're the ones that were the victims of the plan. And yet they were still such like big fans of the fact that right. she made the master plan. It was just a really right. cool moment. Um, and then when Hannah joined, when Hannah and Tiff hugged each other, oh my God, it brought a tear to my eye. You mean Claire? My girls. No, Hannah. Oh, really? Yeah, when Hannah and Tiff hugged, when Hannah joined the jury. Why? Because that was like little sis and big sis. I was like, no. 
I was gonna get emotional when Derek and Hannah hugged. But didn't even show it. I know. I was so mad. I was like, I want to see a scrawny ass hug Hannah. I know. Didn't hug your bestie, dude. They didn't even He'll show it. They'll be hugging tonight. It's okay. Literally, um, Sean and I were sitting there waiting to see if they were gonna hug, and then they didn't show it. I was bummed. Effing rude. Overall, though, I am I'm impressed with this jury. I feel like they're all very aside from like SB. I feel like they're all very level-headed in terms of they're not going to be very bitter. I forgot she was there. I know. SB is bitter. No matter which way you look at her, she's bitter. Like She's she's going to act like she ain't, but she is. Yeah, she really is. And she's not good at hiding it. You could tell. No. She's like, well, I'm going to vote for whoever I think played the the best best game. And then she's going to vote for like Big D or Aza. She's going to do a write-in. Right? She's going to write herself in. She's going to write in Shelly. What is Shelly? Her girlfriend. The one that oh. probably broke up with her while she was gone because she was freaking licking well, Thailand. So, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. So bringing it back to the BB house after the jury bring segment, back, back. Xavier does not use the veto. And Never. this week is different because normally, obviously, the veto ceremony happens much sooner, but when it gets down to the final weeks, they tend to do the veto live during the Thursday episode, um, mm-hmm. as well as the voting live. So the veto was done right before the eviction, and he decided not to use it. And then we got Aza and Kylan's speeches. Kylan's speech was very basic, but I really liked Aza's. She obviously she knew that she was, you know, giving her speech to Big D because he was the sole vote to evict. And she really tugged on those damn heartstrings. I was like, okay, girl. I think she thought she was going home. Maybe. I'm honestly not sure. Because, I mean, obviously we'll get to what happened a little bit later. But it did seem like nobody was given a heads up ahead of time who was going to go. That's what I'm saying. I think she thought she was going to go home. That's what she dressed like that. You might be right. She looked great. I loved that little yellow dress. That was the dress right? that Alyssa was trying to wear. And she was like, no, I'm saving it for final three. And it's a good thing she saved it because she made it to final three. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought her speech was really good. I just felt like it achieved what she wanted it to achieve, which was to kind of get to get to Big D's softer side a little bit and be like, listen, we're best yeah. friends. How could you evict me? You know, um, so obviously we know that Big D decided to evict Kyland and Black you, were, his soul. you were shocked, weren't you? All right, so I was having some technical difficulties on this end of the screen, mm-hmm. and I was watching the episode. So I was watching. I watched the first half at my mom's house doing laundry, you know, as you do. And um, I came to my house and I put on my Xfinity Beta app, dumbass mm. app. So the lips were off from the sound. Oh, I hate like, when at that least happens. thirty seconds, and I'm like, "What the hell? I'm not watching the whole episode like this." So I tried watching it on my phone. And I resume because that's where I left off. Mm-hmm. And it freaking hopped to the end where Xavier said, oh, my God, I just sent my little sister home. That's all I saw was I Xavier say that. sister home? Like, he goes, it's like I'm sending my little sister home. I thought he was talking about Aza. Oh, I didn't. I don't so remember I like, that comment. I don't know. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So I acted out of it so mother effing fast. <laughs> I was like, well, now I don't even want to watch it. So I got I got so fed up. I watched two episodes of Shit's Creek 
because I was so mad that Xfinity app <laughs> was not working. And then I finally found a way around it. And I watched the episode and I was like, oh, he's going to vote as So you really thought Oz was going like, home at this I point. thought she was going home because I literally <laughs> thought I saw a spoiler. I was like, oh, great. And then I'm sitting here. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I also had sent you a message the night before because I watched it on Thursday. And I know that like Christina usually watches them a little bit later. So I try not to send spoilers, but I was just so fucking shocked at what happened in the episode that I sent a Snapchat and I was like, this won't spoil anything in case she hasn't seen it. But I was like, I need to say something. So I think I wrote like, wow, Kylan is such an asshole or something like that. Or Kylan is such a jerk. And I sent that to Christina and she was like, wait, what? What happened? And I was like, bitch, you will see. And you saw, (laughs) didn't you see? I saw I saw it. My jaw was on the fucking floor. The amount of times I said, wow, wow, wow. After watching it, Kylan was so salty that he, and I'm sure you guys watched it. He literally got up in Xavier's face. I think this is the longest someone has ever stayed in the house after Julie has said, you've been evicted, like make it quick, get out. Well, she, she literally says a few moments to grab your belongings and get out. He stood there threw in Xavier's face. Like I thought you wanted to be a, good role model for your nephew. What's Kobe going to think? Blah, blah, blah. And Xavier was about to go ham on his ass. And he should have. I mean, I'm glad he didn't. You saw him standing up. He's standing up tall. He's like, what? Yeah, he's like, say something about my family again. Say something about my family again. I was shocked. Any any reason? Anything? Mm -hmm. The game. What about the game? What about the game? You'll find out. Uh Huh? You'll find out, okay. Oh, man. I mean... I just don't understand. Notice. Kylan, you know, as a game point of view, I can't beat you. So I'd rather go against Aza than you. No, I understand. Yes, from my point of view. I'm wondering no heads up or anything. From this guy, I mean, I kept you in the last week. Mm -hmm. And is it just a... This is how the game goes. Kyle. No, of course. No, no. I'm just asking. Yeah. No, no. I, I thought like uh, it was a whole challenge. I would have loved to give you a heads up, but I respect you too much as a player. And given that he was a sole vote to, given that he was a sole vote to evict, I knew if you had time, you probably could have made things go another way. Yeah, I mean, I thought the whole you know Kobe thing, raising him to be a man and face challengers and stuff. Are you talking about my nephew right now? I'm asking about if like you know named after Kobe. Kobe doesn't step down from a challenge. He accepts it. I highly, suggest you, I highly suggest you stop talking about my nephew. I think that that's not really that's... up to me. I think that it, if your nephew has nobody to look up to, that- Keep talking can, about my nephew, guys. If your nephew has nobody to look up to, okay. that is gonna figure out Honestly, how like, to raise him. Okay. Kylan. Kylan. Julie's waiting on him. Julie's waiting on I need you to leave right now, Kylan. No, I just think that's unfortunate. He doesn't have a man. Kylan, 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 I need you to leave right now. Thank you. Oh, wait, is this one mine? That's yours. That's yours. Thank you, Kylan. Thank you, house guests. Honestly, if Xavier hit him, I would have been like, good. He deserved it. That was such a like, low he blow. He just got my vote. I would have been like, he just got my vote. But the problem is, I think and I think Xavier knows this. Him at that moment. Yeah. And and the problem is, I think Xavier knows this too, is if he hits Kylan, he's going to get disqualified. Yep. He's so, like, I'm doing this for my family. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, dude? It's even worse because Ky- Xavier literally had that conversation with Kylan about how his brother passed away and how his you know, he's taking care of his ne- nephew through tears and like in a moment of vulnerability. And then you throw it back in his face. 
what a jerk. That's like, a good show kind of person heck? he is, honestly. Yeah. No matter was, how upset you are, it's a game. I was so sad to watch that for Xavier. I mean, obviously it was dramatic and like fun reality TV to watch. But at the same time, I was like, poor Xavier. I honestly was just staring at my screen with my mouth slightly parted, like no joke. I had no words. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was just like in awe. I was like, and like I was imagine like, his awe. family sitting at home watching that too. And like the nephew sitting there watching that. I can't believe they aired that. Yeah, it's off. I mean, it was live, so I don't think they expected it to happen. I mean, they could have still cut to the dog. Yeah. Or cut to something. But they could have muted it. They it, muted makes for, it makes for good TV, I guess. They want a little bit of drama, but then Julie yes, had to yell uh, at him and was like, Kylan, get out, Kylan. Big out. D was going to get, get in the middle of them, too. Out, no. Dang. But, I mean, you know what? He's, he's never going to live that down, and he keeps talking. He talked in his uh, exit interview with Julie about how he he kept throwing into his answers about like, if I ever come back, if I'm ever asked back and I wanted to say, girl, they don't want you back. They after what you just pulled, they will never ask you to come back. No, like never. you didn't have a chance to come back anyways. But what you just did sealed your deal, like sealed the deal for you. You're definitely mm-hmm. never coming back after that. Definitely. Um, that was wild. And then it made it even worse because he looked like such an ass because Xavier, they obviously played the goodbye messages and Xavier's goodbye message was very much like, here's why I had to do it. I had this final two with big D, but like no hard feelings. I still love you. We're brothers, no matter what, blah, blah, blah. And it was just now like he probably took it all back. That. Yeah. I was like, I, so when he was first leaving the house, did you see, like, he was like, I didn't expect it from you. No notice. Like, at first, I was like, that is kind of sad. Like, yeah, that I feel makes bad. sense. That part, he and had Xavier every right to say that. And literally looked at him and was like, I understand, but it's all in the goodbye message. I'm explaining everything. Yeah. And then he starts going at him. And then I, I guarantee like, he went, well, I wish I didn't show that goodbye message now. Like, Yeah. Well, honestly, though, I think it was good because it made Kylan look even worse. Like, You must feel oh, yeah. even worse after saying all that to see that goodbye message and see him saying like, no hard feelings. I love you like a brother, whatever. Like now you just seem like a really definitely piece of dirt. What an a-hole. Oh my God. That got me so mad. I was literally thinking about it for like the rest of the night after that happened. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. I'm a jerk. But the episode ended obviously with very exciting. Julie announced that America's favorite player is ready and open for votes and they're doing it differently this season they're doing the texting thing like they did for the high rollers room where you text text once per day to 97979 whoever you want to win afp and they actually raised the prize money from 25k up to 50k so that's pretty exciting as well a person's gonna get a little bit more cashola my guess is the top three vote getters will be my king for sure Derek x tiffany and i think the third one will either go to big d or hannah or maybe claire i was thinking claire because i think after everything that's happened i don't think Derek's gonna be in the top three Derek Derek f i don't know i feel like just because he got so many votes in the high rollers i know but after this whole the past week or two i don't know but then again, he's the made it so far that he's top of mind for people. Uh, yeah. I honestly think either Derek X, Hannah, and Claire. 
That's what I'm thinking. Really? You or, don't even think Tiffany will be in the top Xavier, three? Or Xavier. I definitely don't think Xavier is going to be anywhere near the top. Okay, fine. Ready? My final. Derek, Hannah, and either Tiffany or Claire. Yeah. Derek I could and see, Hannah, I definitely, could, I think. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, I feel like Derek's going to win by a landslide. Oh my God, I hope so. Yeah. That would be the only thing I gained from this season besides (laughs) a couple headaches. I'm torn with my votes. So I really want, so usually how I do my AFP is like just based on whoever personality wise I like the most. Whoever I enjoyed watching the most is usually who I send my votes to, which in this case would be Derek X. But on the other hand, I was just such a big fan of Tiffany's gameplay this season that I almost want her to win, but I don't think she has as good of a shot at it as Derek. No. So no. I'm very torn. I don't know. I've been sending my votes for Tiffany because I'm pretty positive Derek's going to win no matter what. And I just like want her to get yes. some votes. But I've been sending my I votes I trust for you, America. Please vote for <laughs> Derek. I, I really trust don't, you all. I really don't see a world in which he doesn't win. And I will be so happy if he does win. Oh my God. I think I will like, do cartwheels down Union Street. <laughs> he does deserve it. Oh, he's so cute. Oh my God, he's adorable. Christina, have you voted yet today? Today, no. I don't know the number. I lost it. 97979. No, hold on. Do I just type their name? Yeah, just type Derek X. Then you get another, you get one vote every day. 97979. Mm-hmm. Between now Derek and Wednesday. X. So whoever, if you're listening to this right now, don't forget if you haven't voted today, 97979, put in Three the name times? of the person you want. No, you only get one vote. So you only have to say wow. it once. That's bullshit. Yeah. They used to do 10 and now they have one, they do one, but I think it makes well, more sense. You go because, online and do it 10 times. Yeah. You used to do it online, but they don't do that anymore. I think that's why they're doing it one now. Yeah. It makes more sense. Cause like texting it. I mean, what's the difference? Everyone's going to send the same vote, like their votes all to one person probably. So at that point it cancels out and it's basically one vote. Oh yeah. So, but yes, Derek X for AFP campaign. Yes. Now. yes. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag Oh Brother Podcast on social media and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. And you can find me at Christina Jascott. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See you later.